Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor J.P. Troyo here. So glad that you're joining us today on our podcast. You're about to hear a message today from our weekend encounter. Uh, I pray that this message uh, encourages you, inspires you, and pushes you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to stay on track with what's going on at the church, we'd love for you to download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, or visit us on our website, www.oasischurchchicago.com. I'm praying for you, we're believing for you, and we trust that God's gonna continue to do great things in your life. God bless you. Now here's the message today. You glad you came to church? Oh, you brought, come here, girl. You want to say anything to the people? Welcome. <laughs> I love you. I didn't know you were bringing this water. Man, this is, I'm blessed today. Hey, if you're, like I said, welcome if you're first time here. We, we don't, we don't try to like, we're just no frills here. Like, we just ask the spirit to work in here and he does it and. We're just grateful for it. Man, it's good to be in God's presence, guys. Like, it can change you in one second. And so if you're here and you're like, man, this is new. This is, this is a little bit awkward for me. It's cool. You, it's cool. You do whatever you need to do. We just trust the grace of God is big enough in this place to reach you and grow you and help you and heal you. And so you're in the right place. And so every time we gather, if we open up the word of God together, because we live and, and breathe by this thing. I want to tell you, especially in this generation today, you may think that there are some certain things in here that we don't live by. It's a standard in which we don't need to operate in. But I'm telling you today that we, we live by this thing. We operate in this thing here in this church. We, we, we claim these things. We live by these things. It's a, it's a boundary line for us, for the pleasant places. I'm telling you guys, it's not a rules book. How many of you thought the Bible was a rules book? My hand is up. So if my hand's up, thank you. Like, you just read and you're like, ah, I don't like that. That's really hard. I want to black that out. <laughs> I actually have a Bible where I black some things out. <laughs> Full transparency. <laughs> but God's word is good and it's rich in mercy and it's grace filled and it's actually a love story for you. It's a love story about Jesus for you. And so I, I just want to dive into the word like we do every time. I don't have very long, so I, I'm going to preach as fast as I can. Is that all right? If you have your Bibles, open them up to Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. I titled this message, and we'll get to the reason why. Stop imitating me. Stop imitating me. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2, just two verses today. It says this, if you guys have it up. Paul's writing to the church of Ephesus, so he's writing to, to people that are, are like us here in a church. He's, he's writing a letter. These are the first letters to the church after Jesus left and went to, went to heaven. He sat on his throne. He, he, Paul begins to be a disciple of him. He's writing letters to him, letters to encourage, letters to build up the church, letters to grow the church. And so he says some profoundly impactful words in verse 5 of Ephesians. He says, imitate God. Imitate God. Therefore, in everything you do, Notice that it, it's like not the word and just whatever you choose, right? It doesn't say like imitate God in whatever you feel like you should do. It says imitate God in everything you do because, and this is the best, because you are his dear children. You are his child. So imitate him because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us. 
Come on, that's good news this morning. That Jesus is not mad. He's not pointing the finger at you. He's not condemning you. He's not trying to, to, to push you deeper into the ground. He's calling you out. He's calling you into his love. He's calling you into his great glory. He's calling you into, into, into his presence because he loves you. Every single one of you in this room today, Jesus Christ loves you. If you don't hear anything else in this place, he, I, he's here to tell you today that he is mad, crazy, in love with you. He wants to come face to face with you this morning and tell you, I love you. The good, the bad, the ugly, the nice, whatever, I love you. I'm grateful for that love. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Stop imitating me. You know, we've, we've had a child, and I'm going to use my son for many, many years. He's going to need counseling after I tell all the stories that he has done over his life here in sermons. But I, I really, it's my wife, it's me, it's the church, and then it's Titus. And so a lot of my life right now is around my son, and it's beautiful. We're getting to spend time together and grow together, and I get to see him grow up. It's an amazing time. He's, he's 10 months, and uh, he, he's a little legend. He's, he's an incredible guy. But what I've come to realize is um, everything that we are doing today as parents my son is doing, <laughs> at least to the extent that he can do. I, I, we've realized that we, what we say, Titus is going to say back in a sense. What, what, what we look at, Titus is going to look at. What, maybe not today, but in the future for sure. What, what, will we, what I do in my actions, Titus is going to also do. And over the past couple weeks, my son has been able to, to say a few more words. I don't even know. They're words. At least we're the naive parents like, oh, my gosh, he's so cute. He's saying words. And everyone's like, no, that's gibberish. Like, that ain't even... That's a tongue that we've never heard. And I'm like, no, he said my name. He said dad. And I was... But over the past couple of weeks, I, I've been working with my son, teaching him how to clap, teaching him how to wave, just, just showing him, son, follow me, follow me. So, so we, turn, we turn worship music on downstairs on our TV. We turn, we turn a, a, like a YouTube video on, and my son looks at me, and he looks back, and he looks at me, and he just starts going... I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. Here's all my money. <laughs> he's a son, and he's imitating his father. And I, I want to show you something real quick that happened just the other day. What you don't see, you hear me, is I'm on the other side of the room like this to him for about 30 seconds. Just like, bye, Titus. Bye, Titus. And he initially, then he, he, he did what, what I was doing back to him. He imitated you, you grow up in a family, though, where you probably, if you have siblings, like me and my siblings, one of the greatest ways to annoy your sibling is to imitate them, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like where you do everything they do, you say the words back that they say just because you want to get under their skin. I have a little sister, and she is amazing. But, man, I'm telling you what, there was plenty of times that I wanted her to meet the Lord. <laughs> she knew the buttons to push. She knew the things to do. And what she knew was if I started to do something or say something, her trick was to start imitating exactly what I was doing. And it wasn't cute, y'all. It wasn't cute like Titus. I would say one thing, she'd say it back, you know, with that little sass. You know, ladies, what I'm talking about. You can get there. And I would, it would be funny at first, like, oh, that's cute, wax, like, funny, ha, ha, ha. And then it would switch to where I'm like, yo, I'm annoyed with you. Get away from me. I'm going to do something. If you keep imitating me, stop imitating me. Stop! I'm here, though, today to tell us something. 
God does not operate in family the same way we do. God does not operate in relationship the same way we do. God is not a friend like we have friends. God is not a brother like we have brothers. God is the great friend and the great brother. And God is here today just to simply remind us just a simple truth. You're okay and he desires deeply for you to imitate him. He's not in heaven today. He's, by his spirit, his spirit is not speaking to you saying, stop imitating me, guys. Oh, don't, don't worship the way that heaven's worshiping. Don't act how I, how I acted on earth. Don't give love the way that I showed love to be. He's not saying any of that today. What he's actually saying is the complete opposite. He's actually saying, yo, 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 my children, my dear children, imitate everything I do. Like I have the image of God waving at us. And he's just saying, come on, wave back. Do the things that I do. I have the image of God loving somebody. And he's saying, yo, 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 can you love the same way I do? I have the image of God speaking life over someone. And God's saying, hey, Jay, can you do the same thing that I'm doing? Can you speak life where a person has received curses and, and just downcast thoughts? Can, can you just do what I'm doing? And that is be who I am. We have permission today as people of Jesus Christ to imitate him. That's good news. We're not called to imitate this world. We're not called to be like this world. If you love Jesus, if you've claimed him in your heart and believe, guess what? You are not of this world anymore. You are set apart. And what happens being set apart is, is now you operate on a different level of standard. You operate on a different level of thinking. You operate on a different level of hearing. You operate on a whole different faith level than when you were not of him. And he's saying today, hey, I'm calling you to a deeper relationship. And I'm calling you to imitate the way that I am. Paul writes these words to the church and he's saying, he's saying, hey, hey, church, you need to imitate me. He doesn't say that. Paul's writing words to say, you need to imitate God. You need to imitate God because the things that you're doing in this church, the things that you're doing in this, in this place are not of the kingdom of God. And so you need to know that those things are not right and what God would have for you are the right things. They're the good things. They're the pleasant things. They're the grace-filled things. And so if you imitate the Father, can I tell you something? Some of us are scared to imitate the Father because we're afraid of what's going to happen. Can I tell you something? When you step into the goodness of God, you will not care what happens. You will not care what you lose. Oh, that's hard. How many of you came to Jesus and then you heard like a sermon and you're like, I'm going to have to move to Africa and go help people. Like, like I'm going to have to move to this place or this place. Like I'm going to have to go. And God's like, maybe, maybe, but maybe not. Like we're so scared that if we get, we come to God, he's going to remove everything out of our lives. The reality is, is he might, but he's just more concerned instead of just saying like, I'm trying to get the, he's just trying to get you to him. Does this make sense today? a great word pastor there's no fear with coming close to God he knows where you're at he knows what you're thinking he knows what you're doing and he's still calling you closer he's still calling you he's calling you he's calling you he's calling you and he's saying I want you to follow me and so Paul writes these words and he constantly is addressing the churches and he's saying hey imitate God and so if we're going to imitate God we got to understand three quick things three things that we need to understand this morning in order to be imitators of Christ. Because I think this city more than ever before needs people that are actually showing the real picture of Jesus Christ. Amen? We're not going to be perfect. Come on, who's thankful for that? I'm so thankful that, man, I, I'm not. But you know what? I'm going to do my best to get as close as I can to the Father. 
because I've tasted everything else. I've tried everything else. I've tried every other method to, to, to try to fulfill this void in my heart, and it was only God through Jesus Christ that filled that thing for me. And so if he's calling me to imitate him, I want to do the best that I can to imitate him because the city needs it. So the first thing we need to understand is this. By nature, we are imitators. By nature, we are imitators. By design, we are imitators. It says in the beginning of the, of the word that, that God made man and woman, and he made them in his image. We are image bearers. We image off things that we have in our lives. We, we give off the things that are inside of us. We give off the, the, the perception of who we are to people. We, we show ourselves to people. You with me? By nature, we are designed to be imitators. But today the question is, is what are you imitating and who are you imitating? See, Paul writes real blatant. I think he could have wrote a whole bunch of different words, but he wrote something blatant. Imitate God. Just imitate God. But what about my Insta inspirations? Huh. Imitate God. Well, what about that amazing person on TV that I watch, and she's incredible. Oh, my goodness. What about her? What can I, I follow? No, imitate God. Well, what about this? What, what about that? Like, no, just imitate God. Don't, don't get the order mixed up. Well, should I imitate you, Pastor? No, actually, you should imitate God. I, I, you follow me as I follow Christ. You with me? And God's saying in this room today, who are you imitating? Who are you looking to and going, that's who I want to be like? That's what I want to do. That's how I want to operate. Are you looking at his word? Are you looking at the kingdom of God saying, that's what I want to do? That's how I want to operate? Are you looking to the world going, that's what I want to do? Come on. Because he's here today to say, I can no longer have my church imitating the world. I I'm going to say something. The church has followed the standard of the world for far too long. Oh, man. I really didn't want to say that. But I had to. We are not called to operate of people of this world. It is not us against them. It's not us against the world. It's none of that. It is us giving an image of Christ to the world. And then you can't show Christ if you're imaging your life off of a bunch of other people. I said it the other week. I think I said it last week. I don't even know what I've been preaching lately. This has been a mess. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Like a beautiful mess. You're going to imitate who you want to be like. And some of you need to get some better friends around you. I'm going there. Some of you need to realize that the circle of influence around you is killing you. Some of you need to realize that the people that you're allowing to speak into your ears is actually the worst thing that could have ever been spoken over you. You are allowing yourself to be around a bunch of people that are going to make you feel good in the moment, are going to call you when it's really hype, but they're not going to be there when things get hard. They're not going to be there for you when you need them the most. They're not going to be there. And what you're doing is you're basing your life off of them, and you're trying to be like them. And God's saying, stop it! That's what, he, that's what he says to me. He's saying, I've called you to be better. I've called you to greater. I called you to higher. I do not need you to be like the people that you are around. I need you to be like me. So can I say something? Show me who your five friends are in life. And I'm going to show you the next five years of your life. Guys, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty inclusive guy. What would you say? 
Rachel's always like, you know everybody. You have to stop and talk to everybody. We just can't go anywhere. You got to talk. I, I want, I love people. Like, I want to be like Christ. I think Christ would do the same thing. <laughs> I love you. But I have been, I've been, I've been convicted over the past couple years. And this is not a, uh, hear my heart, about who I allow to speak into my life. Who I open up my door of my heart and my mind to. Because if they're not going after the same thing I'm going after, I'm not rolling with them. I'll show up if they need me. I'll be there for them. I'm going to give love to every person that is here in the city and around me. That Don't hear me. Like, I love people to death. I'll fight for them. I'll go after them. But I ain't going to let them show me who to be. I'm not going to imitate people that are going after destruction, going after death. Why? Just because I want to feel good? Because I want to fit in? Because I want to have the good feels and vibes? Oh, that person has great energy about them. Come on. We're in 2020. It's all vibes and feels and energy. Positive. It's all good. Can I tell you something? Don't look for people with just good vibes and energy. Look for people that are going after Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you something, your life will be forever changed. It will be hard. It will be tough. There will be moments that you don't want to do it. I've been there. I'm there at times. But I'm telling you, Paul is saying, in order to be a child of Christ, you cannot imitate this world. you got to imitate Christ. Who you are is what you, who you're around. This isn't even in my notes. Telling you today, you got to come to grips. You got to come to grips today with your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you don't have one, it's going to be all right. We're going to give you an opportunity here in a few. But you got to come to grips that we are not called to imitate man. We're not called to that. We're called to greater, we're called to more, we're called to holiness. A word that nobody likes to talk. That's what we're called to. So Paul writes to a bunch of people in the church, hey, imitate God in everything you do. Not just Sunday mornings. Not when the worship team's praising the Lord and you lift your hands up. But when you're sitting on the CTA bus or the train with the person next to you and they're just taking up two seats and you're trying to fit in and they're, got their, they're talking on the cell phone like the other day and this, this blessed her heart, she was like screaming on her cell phone and I was sitting next to her. I was on the pink line, baby. Proud of me. I'm, I'm, I'm finally a CTA rider. Look at God. Some of you don't know that joke. Anyways, she was like shouting on the phone, and I'm like, I'm, I got my ear pods in. I'm trying to listen to the word of God. And I'm getting mad at this lady yelling at somebody on the phone, and I'm reading the Bible. <laughs> Tell me that's not dysfunctional. <laughs> And the Lord said, stop reading the Bible. You need to have a heart check. Show this lady me. I paused my Bible app. I looked at her and I was like, God, no. And he's like, shh. And I just smiled at her. Just gave her like, yo, don't smile at people on CTA. It's a bad. I grabbed their bags. <laughs> I'm go what is, Jordan, come up. <laughs> but I smiled. I just smiled at her. And I could just sense like this weight coming off of her. And I got up from the train and I just said, hey, I want you to know, have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. 
And I saw an attitude change. I don't know what happened to that lady. I have no clue. I don't have a great ending to that story, like a letter to Christ right there. It was the greatest revival service. on. A, like, I don't have that. But what I do have is that, like, I just imitated Christ in that moment because it's in everything that I do. It's not just here on Sundays. It's on the train. It's in the workplace. It's in the schools. It's in your relationships. It's in everything you do. It's in your work. Is your work your worship, or is it just your job? Is it your worship? Are you worshiping as you work? Are you showing love of Jesus Christ to the people around you? Are you imitating Christ? Okay, the second thing is this. Jesus shows us who we should imitate. The greatest thing is that we have a model. We have a picture. We have a picture to follow. It's not like, it's not like Paul says this, follow God, and then he's like, figure it out. He says, follow God, because actually when you, when you follow Jesus, you know who God is, the Father. And so what happens is, is Paul's referring back to the life of Jesus that was here on this earth. Jesus walked among us. He was made flesh. He walked about this earth for 33 years. I'm about to come up on my Jesus birthday. 33. He walked for 33 years on this earth, and he did miracles and signs and wonders. He healed. He casted out things that were in people's deepest parts of their hearts. He was loving. He was kind. He was gracious. He was slow to anger. He would call the, the casted out, the ones that were dismissed, the ones that were outside of, of the place that could never get in. He would call them in. He would call them to his heart. Jesus is the most loving, kindest, most generous, most grace-filled person that ever walked this place. And he was the Father incarnated in the flesh. And so what Paul's saying is like, follow God. Well, how? Get to Jesus. How? Go to Jesus. Follow after what Jesus did. Do the things that Jesus would do. Well, well I, I think I know well, well, the way you'll know best is by getting into this. The way you will know best is by abiding in Jesus, attaching yourself to the things of Jesus, walking with Jesus, talking with Jesus, growing with Jesus, doing everything that Jesus would tell you to do. Wait, come here. I'm almost done. Is this encouraging you all this morning? I said this was going to be short. Last week, I, I said a really bad joke, but I, I had a better mind this week. I said Pastor Jordan in my analogy was God, right? Anyways. This week, I'm Jesus. <laughs> For the sake of analogy. <laughs> and what Jesus does is, Felipe is Felipe. He's no one else. He's just Felipe. <laughs> A good man, to say the least. What happens is, is when you're intimate and you're close in proximity to the Father, Jesus will show you how to be an imitator. He'll get close to you and he'll say, Felipe, brother, this is what we're going to do today. You're going to follow every step that I take. You're not going to wander. You're not going to go off this way because I wouldn't go that way. I wouldn't go towards sin. I wouldn't go to this. I wouldn't go to that. I'm not walking that way. I'm walking straight. And so just, just be an imitator of me today. How good is that, that God says that to us, that Jesus says that to us? And so what happens is, 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 is Jesus gets in front. And as Jesus steps, Felipe steps. As Jesus steps, and if Jesus starts walking a little faster because he's got some things, Felipe, just follow don't, I hope he's following me. This is really bad if he does. And if I stop, he stops. If Jesus says, hey, how are you doing today? What's your name? Kayla. Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Bless you. Bless you. Then what Felipe does is, hey, how are you? Bless you. <laughs> he says, follow me. Follow me. Don't follow. There's a whole bunch of people around that you could follow, but just follow me. Just walk with me. Take every step that I'm taking. Don't deviate. Don't go off. Hey, don't. You took the wrong step. Come on. Just follow me. 
follow me. Walk with me. Go the way that I'm going. Go the way that I've called you to go. Don't imitate the things around you. Imitate me. Follow me as I am following my Father. Jesus says to me, I can only do the works as he was here on this earth that my Father does. He understood the relationship between a father and a son. And what we need to come to grips with is Jesus is calling to a relationship with us as a son and a daughter to him. And so as a son and a daughter, we follow the ways of our father. We go where our father goes. We go where he's calling us to go. We do the things that he's telling us to do. We don't try to fight it. We don't try to do something else. We stay in line with who he is. And that's how we imitate God. And the last thing is this. Is this encouraging, y'all? Can I say this? We, we imitate God because we are a son and know God's heart for us. We don't imitate to become a son or a daughter. Okay? We don't imitate to get God's love. You with me? This is not a works thing where you work to get his love. You imitate out of love. When you know your love, Titus, my son, knows he's loved, and so he's going to imitate the things that I do because he knows he's loved. He doesn't know anything different. He knows he's loved. So when you know that you're loved, it's a calling to walk the way that Jesus has walked. It's not a calling to get you to be a son or a daughter. It's already, if you claimed with your mouth and confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you're in the family, you're in the kingdom. So now he's saying not to get in love, not to earn it, not to do anything, but I love you, so just follow me. You don't do it to get the title of son or daughter. You're already a son or daughter. That is the best news today in this church. We follow Christ because he's our father. He's our guide. He's our lead by his spirit's power. And the last thing is this, and we're close. We imitate from intimacy. How do you imitate the father? You go to Jesus and you get intimate. Well, I thought that's just for like that married couple thing. There's a level of deep, deep intimacy with the father where he only can tell you who you are where he can only speak the things over your life that you need to hear, where he can only call you into your future and your plans that he has for you, no one else. There's a level when you get close to the Father that you feel the embrace like never before. I've been telling you guys, I'm, not, I'm done, but it's my fourth close. Can I get honest for a moment? Over the last six months, seven months, I've been telling you guys, I've been going through this journey. I've been in this thing for a long, I've been, I've been in this thing for a long time. I told you guys this. I've grown up in the church. I'm a PK. Any PKs in the house? I'm praying for every one of you. Planted a church faithful husband and father, trying to do my best, trying to lead, trying to guide this thing in the way that God would call me to do. And I find myself just like tired and anxious ridden and almost like in a, in a depressive moment where some moments, I, mornings, I just wouldn't want to get up. I wouldn't want to get out of bed. And I would just go through the day sluggish and just like smile when I needed to smile and the rest of the day is just kind of here. But I, but I thought I was close to the Father because of all the good things I was doing. And we, were, we were doing events for the community. We were having prayer meeting. We were preaching good sermons, and we were loving people. But I would go home, and I would look at my Bible, and I'd go, yeah, it's good. I would look 
at, at the couch that I would sit normally and talk to God and I would go, well, my bed or the couch downstairs where the TV is looks a lot better. And I walked through this time where I thought I was close because I was doing all the good things. But I realized that as I was walking, I was actually just walking in all sorts of wrong directions in different ways because I realized something, guys. That my intimacy with the Father was disconnected. That I wasn't really speaking to Him with vulnerability and honesty. And I wasn't allowing Him to speak to me. Guys, this is the most honest I could be in this room. If I can't do this here, I can't do it anymore. He wasn't able to speak to me the truth of what he wanted to share. He wasn't able to, to whisper in my ears the things that I needed to hear. Why? Because I was pushing him away. I was actually rejecting the goodness of our God. You can do that. And what I realized real quick is I was imitating the things that I saw. I was imitating some preachers. That, can I be honest? Can, can I be honest, church? I was imitating our church and thinking, well, if we just do it the way they do it, we'll be all right. We can get through this if we just fall it there. Yeah. God's like, no, I didn't call you to be like anybody else, JP. I called you to be you. And I need you to be you so that you can carry what I've placed on your life to carry. And so in order to be like you, in order to be you, JP, get close with me. And I remember walking downstairs in my hallway. And the presence of God just came over me. I started weeping. I just started crying out to my, my father, like, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for disconnecting myself from the source, from plugging into so many things. I'm so sorry. And the presence of God just overwhelmed everything that was overwhelming me. It covered everything that I was going through. It covered every lie. It covered every attack that was up against me. It covered every scheme of Satan. I'm telling you guys, the moment that I attached myself back to the Father, the moment that I said yes to the Father, the moment that I came to the end of self, I was close to the Father again. And I'm telling you guys, I have tasted something that I never want to taste anything else about. I don't ever want to taste this world again. I don't want to ever be disconnected from the Father. Sure, there'll be dry seasons and there'll be valleys, but God's going to walk me through that. Because even when the valleys come, it says, I will not stay there. I will walk through those things. I am not going to stay parked. I am not going to stay where I once was because I know how good my God is. And if you want to have that relationship with Jesus Christ, if you want to be like me, where you are, not even like me, if you just want to have joy, who wants joy? Oh, I'm telling you guys, I've been lit before without Jesus. And nothing can compare to the goodness of my God. No drug, no drink, no female, no nothing can taste the goodness the way that I've tasted my God. And so I'm here today, guys, to say, imitate Christ. Imitate God. Go after him. Run after him. Pursue him. Don't worry about what he wants to do in and through you. Just worry about getting to him. Worry about getting close to him. Worry about allowing him to embrace you, him to hold you, him to lift you up, him to protect you, him to watch over you, him to king you. Why? He's king. He's king. He's king. And when we know that, we know he's in charge. We know that he's in charge. And so with every head bowed and every eye closed in this place, the simple question is this. If you want Jesus to be the Lord and Savior and King over your life, I don't care if this is your first time here or if you've been coming to church for a long time and you're done imitating the world, 
When you're done imitating the things that you think you, you, you think are going to make you whole and complete, and you're done. You've come to the end. Today's the day, Scripture says, of salvation. Not tomorrow. Do not wait. We don't know what tomorrow has. If you are ready to say, I'm stepping over the line. I'm going to get close to the Father. I'm going to embrace the Father. I'm going to allow Him to embrace me. I'm going to receive Him for the very first time. On the count of three, I want you to stand up. Nobody's looking around, but it doesn't matter. This is a faith thing. This is a moment. So on the count of three, one, He loves you. Two, he died for you. Three, he wants to forgive you of your sins and wash you clean. Stand up right now. If you want to get back to the Father's heart, if you want to be close to the Father, come on, people are standing everywhere. Come on, don't wait. Don't wait. Anybody else? Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So, Father God, right now, every person that's standing, God, I pray you would embrace them, that you would cover them, that you would watch over them, that you would cleanse them, that you would purify them, that you would give them new life, brand new life today, Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. No longer who they were, but they are brand new today, God. So God, watch over them. Keep them close to your heart. Protect them and call them every single day to your heart and into your presence. We bless you. We honor you and we praise you. You are king and you are worthy to be praised. Come on, church, everyone, stand up. Let's just bless the Lord. Come on, let's just sing this as we go from this place.